Hey everyone, welcome back to this week of the Raving Geeks podcast. Uh, it's Brendan Valentine here along with uh, Hope Girl and a new face to the podcast, Isaac Hunter. He will be another uh, co-host with us uh, in the future. So um, we're just going to do a quick intro with Isaac to uh, let him introduce himself and then we will get uh, the podcast underway. Isaac, if you want to take it away. Um, all right. Well, my name is Isaac Hunter. My pronouns are he, him, his. Uh, I'm a transfer student to CMU. This is my first year here. Uh, my major is history and my minor is museum studies. Um, what makes me a geek? Uh, well, a uh, heck of a lot of things. Um, I have two Tolkien inspired tattoos already. Um, I love Lord of the Rings deeply and Star Wars with my Star Wars Christmas sweater right here um, and the poster in the back. Um, my knowledge about Dungeons and Dragons or Warhammer 40k lore that I just have tucked away in the back of my brain at all times. Um, yeah, a lot of things. Superheroes, movies, a little jack of all trades, I guess. Perfect. You sound uh, exceptionally qualified to be on this podcast. All right. So then we're going to get started today with our quick opener question with uh, the holiday season coming up with uh, post Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday deals. We thought it would be prudent to ask, um, what is everyone hoping they could get as a gift? And then we don't want to just limit this to like realistic things, but like anything from pop culture, whether it's a movie, comic book, uh, TV series, anything like that if you could receive anything as a gift what would it be hope do you want to start all right um yeah so if we're going more towards like creatures with the stereotypical like get them a puppy for christmas um i would definitely have to say either a bow truckle or a niffler from the harry potter fantastic beasts series um if i can't have a creature then i would say either Cap's shield, because honestly, I want to know, like, how that big man fits behind it and just, like, covers himself with the shield and makes himself a little turtle. Um, and also, like, he's just one of my favorite superheroes. Or anything from Bucky, honestly. If I could get anything from Bucky, that would be great. Awesome. Uh, Isaac, do you have anything that you'd like to receive as a gift? Um. Well, I guess realistically in the real world, I've always wanted a Lego Death Star, um, but that's still unrealistic because they're like $500. Um, anything from any pop culture, uh, I would love a spaceship <laughs> from Star Wars. That would be fantastic. Uh, or like any weapon, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings especially. Sting. Would it be a specific ship? from any of the Star Wars, like specifically like Millennium Falcon or anything. All right. And okay, specifically any ship, I would love a B-Wing. They are, they're not, they're fighters, so they're small, but they're fantastic. I don't know. I love their shape. They're so weird looking. I don't know if you're into Mandalorian, but uh, would you fly the Razor Crest or no? Uh, I would fly it um, 100%. I would even be... Frozen and carbonate on it. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I know it's a dope ship. Um, speaking of Mandalorian, that actually gets into what I would like from uh, okay. pop culture. Um, 
I would really like a Mandalorian jetpack. Um, <laughs> saw those first in Clone Wars. I mean, technically, like it showed up in like Attack of the Clones, and Boba Fett had his in Return of the Jedi. But like, I really got into them during the Clone Wars series with the the few uh, Mandalore arcs. Um, and then seeing it in Mandalorian and everything, I'm like, okay, definitely, hundred percent. Because originally, I was thinking, you know, like a Batman grappling hook. But I'm like, wait, a jetpack can get do the job so much better, and I have a rocket launcher on the back. <laughs> So you can't really go wrong with that. So, all right. Uh, and then before we get into our main topic for the day, we just want to update everyone on our geek news of the week. Um, I can start with that. I only have one big uh, announcement that I've heard. Um, as of the recording of this podcast, this announcement has not happened yet, but Disney plans to announce all of their new upcoming projects for 2021 and beyond on December 10th. Um, it should be uh, a lot of like Marvel, Star Wars type stuff, as well as their own, like, I'm sure we'll hear new Disney film projects and everything, but I'm most hyped for the Marvel and Star Wars stuff. Uh, we've gotten a few updates recently on the TV series with a release date for the uh, WandaVision series, as well as some new updates on the filming for the Loki series. Um, and I'm just hoping that we'll get a little more definitive things for shows like uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or Falcon that's what I'm hoping Soldier. that will have yeah no I'm in my head it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier because that's what I think they should call Falcon instead but Falcon and the Winter Soldier um and then some of the upcoming movies since everything's been delayed but also like if they've got new Star Wars content for like the Kenobi series or um if the Cassian Andor series is still um in production I'm hoping to hear some news about that so it's like one thing, but like at the same time, there there's a lot of things that are going to be coming out of that. I'm hoping we'll be able to talk about on upcoming podcasts. Um, Hope, I know you had some news. Yeah. Well, going off your Marvel stuff, um, the Hawkeye movie or series is currently in filming production um, with Haley Steinfeld, I believe. Is who she is. She was in the Pitch Perfect movies um, in the at least the third one. And I believe the second one as well. Um, but so keeping along the Marvel track, we got some huge news. Um, I think it was mainly yesterday, but we were talking about it in my Marvel class today um, about the news about Spider-Man 3. So if any of you have listened to our first podcast, Brendan, uh, Dan, and I talked about our um, um predictions for spider-man 3 and it seems like a lot of those are going to be coming true because you've got alfred molina back as doc ock uh you got toby mcguire andrew garfield emma stone is reprising her role as gwen stacy which will be Spider-Man. interesting yeah that's where like i'm thinking because she's dead so like that'll be interesting um and then Kristen dunst is coming back as mj and they're all supposed to make like some little like thing um, appearance in the movie. And how the heck Tom Holland didn't spoil any of this when he's been <laughs> filming for at least a month. Um, I don't know, but I'm kind of disappointed in the child because like, come on, you spoil everything else. You spoiled the fact that you died in Infinity War, even though none of us fully got it. But, you know, um. Yeah, um... 
I yeah. think it's the power of Robert Downey Jr.'s sweatshirt that he's been wearing on set. If you've seen those on set pictures, <laughs> I, I think he's channeling his inner RDJ. <laughs> I think he's also learned, like, hey, if you spill anything, you don't get to know anything at all, you know, like with Endgame and stuff. So, um, but so like an, another one moving away from Marvel, but keeping in movie verse. There is going to be a live-action Tom and Jerry movie that is coming out on March 5th. And it's Tom and Jerry take on the big city, the Big Apple. And it kind of looks like like the graphics, Tom and Jerry are still um, animated and everyone else is alive like us. Um, but it's going to be really interesting because it's still the same shenanigans of Tom and Jerry. Um, you just have him in a big hotel in new york city um so yeah that's march 5th next year it's three months away and then finally going back to a recommendation i had made a couple podcasts ago uh for the show one day at a time on netflix i found out that it did get picked up on another uh streaming service called pop tv but that one you need like uh, login with like Spectrum or cable or whatever. Um, or if you've got like the big fancy Hulu package that lets you watch live TV, you could also do that. So they've got season four going and I'm kind of upset that I don't have these big fancy things to be able to watch it, but I'm hoping to be able to soon. So yeah, that is realistic my... holiday gift. Yes. That is my gift. I would um, very much appreciate that. Perfect. All right. Um, Isaac, I wasn't sure. Do you have any geek news for us today or anything you just want to keep us updated on? Or do you want to get into the main topic? Um, I mean, Cyberpunk is coming out like... That's right. They got right a, now? Yeah. Tomorrow morning? I don't, you know. It's is the ticket was... countdown. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't afford the game, but it's exciting knowing that other people can play it. Yes, uh, there's been a lot of hype for that too. I know we've uh, we've mentioned it before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of hype for that game. So that's uh, and I know the fans have been waiting a long time. Yeah. I'm not personally into the Cyberpunk series, but I'm glad with that uh, when fandoms you know are, get that big project, they're finally waiting for. Yeah. Random question for you gamers: Has anyone been able to get what the PS5 now that like the hype has kind of died down, or is that still? Not I'm not a, a PlayStation game. guy, so I'm not someone that has five hundred dollars kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, there, there there is that too. I'm an Xbox <laughs> guy, but I'm I haven't gotten the Series X yet either. Yeah, same. So again, uh holiday wish list. <laughs> realistic. Um, real well, realistic. Yeah. Uh so our um main topic for today with the holiday season coming up we've alluded to it a couple times already we wanted to talk about our favorite um holiday themed movies anywhere from you know you know what a lot of you know our parents might consider a holiday movie like the polar express and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer all the way to you know what you know real people consider holiday movies like die hard <laughs> yes um oh. so isaac do you want to get us started what is your favorite holiday movie all right my favorite holiday movie, and I had to write down a whole bunch and like really figure this out. Uh, I would put Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It is okay. hands down my favorite, uh, like 
Christmas Carol like story retelling and probably my favorite Muppet movie. Um, I just would always watch it with my family and like they're Muppets. So they sing and Michael Caine is in it. I mean, who doesn't love Michael Caine? Uh, it's fantastic. I also wrote, I wrote Die Hard in the margins as like one of the possible ones. That's one of my favorites. But what are your Muppets movie. Is it as good as, what was it, The Muppets of Oz? Their Mupp- or Muppets? It is better. Oh. I, that one, that one's all right. Uh, this one's fantastic. It's catchy. It's a heartwarming story. You know, it's the story that people need where, you know, an old, wealthy, rich white man gets haunted enough to give all his stuff to the poorer people. <laughs> I mean, Christmas Carol is always a good movie. I used to see like the the play. Uh, they used to put it on every year, like in my hometown. Um, but I have seen Muppet Christmas Carol, and I I much prefer that version to yeah. the. Uh, well, I know that there's a film version from like the 70s or 80s that's like kind of old, and then they redid it as like a a, a semi like animated semi like cgi like it was it was a really weird it was either a really weird animation style or it was all motion captured and while that's good i don't think it compares to Muppets christmas carol i feel like that's like yeah a tier above and the animated one featured jim carrey i remember and it was like jim carrey played like all the characters and i was like wow well and then you've got like the spoof on a christmas carol with matthew mcconaughey and ghosts of girlfriends past I haven't seen that one. It's so funny. Okay, I will admit, it's like a (laughs) rom-com. But it's like snowy, Christmassy, and he's haunted by his ghost of girlfriend's past, present, and then he sees his future as well. So it's like a spoof on it. And he also gets haunted by his uncle uh, who plays Hank Pym. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. Michael Douglas? Yeah! And Michael Douglas is just like... You know, the old bachelor, he's got his, like, scotch or whatever, you know, just chilling out. And he's always playing the ladies, and it's a really kooky movie, and it's great. And so I don't know. Matthew McConaughey and Michael Douglas, that's just like an interesting, like, <laughs> cast yeah. dynamic. That sounds fun. It's also got, uh, I believe, Jennifer Gardner, who's been doing the Capital One Venture Card commercials. I love her so much. And... um Emma Stone is in it too. And she's a redhead with like curls and she's adorable and hilarious. And yeah, she's actually the ghost that leads Matthew McConaughey's uh, character around. So that one's pretty nice. Yeah, well, now I gotta watch it now if Emma Stone's yeah. in it. Of course. You I know. Uh, I just saw, I saw um, the clip the other day of the, uh, what's, who's the guy that does like, for a dollar, can you do this on the street? Like that, do you know what I'm talking about? I uh, feel like I do. Really but like I- nerd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Ben. Um, yeah, so I saw a clip where he had Emma Stone with him, and he goes up to me and was like, uh, can you name an Emma Stone movie? And then I had to pause. I'm like, can I name an Emma Stone movie that's not The Amazing Spider-Man 2? And then <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, the help. that's my favorite Emma Stone movie. Um, but she's in so much stuff. I went through her yeah. IMDb oh, yeah. the other day. I feel like but, I've seen her, her in other things, and like I can see the character. But as soon as you ask me what character I'm seeing, I'm like, I, I know don't exactly know. who she is. I think she does a great job, and then I blank on the actual movies. But mm-hmm. now I won't because I actually looked it up and I went out of my way because I felt bad. All right, um, Hope. What about your favorite holiday movie? 
so I will say I saw Polar Express in th 3D when it came out. Uh, I was in Colorado, I believe. Um, but I also remember old 3D movies gave me massive headaches because glasses, astigmatism, and then having the blue and red lens, not a good combination. Um, but I absolutely love the Santa Claus movies. All three of them. I will say the final one isn't my favorite. The second one is definitely my favorite. Um, and it's got uh, Tim Allen in it. Uh, he plays Santa Claus. And spoiler, but not really because you find this out in like the first like five minutes of the first movie. Basically, Tim Allen's character mistakenly kills Santa and has to become Santa and he has to follow the Santa clause, like a clause in a legal document, um, which the second one, there's a clause that Santa has to be married and have a Mrs. Claus. Um, and then the third one, you get Jack Frost trying to take over the North Pole and Santa losing his powers and having to get it all back. And um, Isn't and then, the third one like Jack Frost turns the... Yeah, yeah, he, he, he makes turned... the North Pole like this super late stage capitalist tourist attraction. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he uh, he has the elves as like tour guides and they hate their job. Um, and like you feed the reindeer, but you basically just pay a bunch of money and, you know, you don't get coal in your stocking because, you know, Santa made it capitalism. Um, but it's definitely a really good series, especially... For a family series and as a person with two nieces you know i'm waiting maybe one more year before showing uh, my oldest niece the movie but also i feel like she might be able to watch it now because she's super smart um but they're so cute and they're funny and watching tim allen have to go outside in his boxers and a snow coat and like seeing Santa well like shouting up to Santa having Santa fall off the roof and then watching the suit deflate because Santa is dead and him having to become Santa is quite it's not as traumatic as you would think it is so. I know I've always thought that as like a happy-go-lucky movie but hearing you explain <laughs> it like that I'm like no it's a lot darker than I originally thought yeah yeah it, it, it's darker when you explain it but when you watch it it's pretty light and more of like family bonding and like showing him what's actually important in life and like so like bonding. when a comedy tv series like tackles a serious topic they like they tell you that like they give it to you straight but then they just turn it all into a joke yep yeah Got basically it. all so right what about so you brendan what's your favorite um if you can't tell by my background i recently have a new favorite christmas movie <laughs> Um, and that's because I really like the the corny like holiday movies. Mm -hmm. um, originally, before this came out, and I watched it, uh, my favorite holiday movie was A Year Without a Santa Claus because of the Heat Miser and Snow Miser songs. Um, I believe that's the right one. Yeah, that's right, because Mrs. Claus goes on the adventure to like make sure there's snow in the south, but then like Heat Miser needs like a 90 degree day in like December or something like that. And there's this whole like argument thing if you haven't seen the trend where people are like painting half their face white for the snow miser song and half their face red for the heat miser song um i don't know i've always thought that movie was like 
it was like so ridiculous it was entertaining but i found something more ridiculous <laughs> um and that is the new lego star wars holiday special i watched it like a few days after it came out just like i was like oh this is probably going to be dumb it is one of the greatest things <laughs> i've ever watched and i'm not kidding um is it dumb it in is... a good way though because like is it still dumb but in a good way or just the... not dumb whatsoever? so you know how star wars is like People love it when it comes out, but there's always this controversy. Like, it happened with the prequels, it's happening with the sequels. And then once they release, like, once it ages and they release more content to go along with it, like, there's good things that come out of it and you can make fun of the bad stuff. This whole thing is just making fun of the bad stuff the entire time, but in the context of a holiday special. Um, it's just a giant meme. Uh, the picture I have behind me, uh, there's an element of time travel in it. So you travel between all nine movies. Um, and in this section, three different aged Obi-Wan Kenobis all meet each other and go, hello there. And I had to pause because I was laughing so hard and I had to rewind because I missed stuff. <laughs> and it, it was, it was very good. And it, but it like still has all the tropes of a good holiday movie. There's like a, like a warm, fuzzy ending. There's lots of like connections with family, with the whole Skywalker lineage and everything. Um, and they also make fun of all of the ridiculous parts of Star Wars. Um, because as a Star Wars fan, if you take everything as incredibly serious, you're never going to be happy because yeah. you know, there's just too much. There's too much stuff that either George Lucas or um, Kathleen Kennedy or heck, even Dave Filoni, like, I'm not going to say messed up, but like didn't take as seriously as they could have. And it honestly just makes it comedy gold when it should be really serious. <laughs> Sounds about right. So would highly recommend if you have Disney Plus. Um, worth it. It's if you've seen the old Lego Star Wars specials, like and those aren't amazing. I know I recommended them last time we were on the podcast because they are fun to watch if you are a Star Wars fan. But like this one is genuinely fun to watch. And even if you aren't a huge Star Wars fan, but just kind of generally know what's going on it's still it's still entertaining that's something i will definitely look up because i feel like we were talking about it in one of my marvel classes because you know professors just trying to make it as chill as possible and we started talking about star wars so because i think we were also talking about um starting in the middle like star wars does with episode four versus episode one yeah, so I will definitely, I will personally be checking out uh, the Lego Christmas special. Yeah, that's going on my list. Oh, it's it's definitely worth it. Um, and since you know we're in a, it's a long time to go in a galaxy far, far away. They don't celebrate Christmas; they celebrate Life Life Day, Day. <laughs> which is very, very fun. Um, also, if you've seen Star Wars Rebels. Um, and it, this might be a niche thing, but they technically, I think, utilize the world between worlds, which like allows time travel in like through the force, um, like in this Lego Star Wars holiday special. And I was hoping they would actually turn that into a movie where like someone finds that out and actually like messes with a Star Wars timeline, but they use it in this holiday special. And I'm like, okay, as much as I wish they'd use it in like a live action thing, this has no consequences and they can do yeah. whatever with it. So it's perfect. <laughs> I was going to say, they could still do it, but, like, you know, you kind of oh, set it up it, with. Seriously, I yeah. mean, there have been rumors that um, they're going to use that, like, the time travel aspect to delete the sequels because people don't like them so much. And I'm like, please don't. 
you yeah. made him stick with him give him five yeah. years people will love him just like they do the prequels i never we... like when directors do that when they're like wait everybody hates it so we need to find a way to get rid of it well then people are gonna get mad that you got rid of it so there's no yeah. point like uh like han shooting first and then getting rid of that and then mm -hmm. every movie they make it just gets more ridiculous mcclunky exactly. yeah mm -hmm. All right. Um, does anyone have any holiday movie specific recommendations apart from the movies that they've mentioned already? Yes. I don't know if any of you on Netflix have seen the movie uh, Klaus. Claus. It's like K L A U S. Oh, is and, that like the? Is that a horror movie? No, it's not. Oh, okay. What's um, Krampus or? Oh, it is. Yeah, that's Krampus. Uh, Klaus. Klaus. Klaus is. Uh, it's a like animated movie and it's got JK Simmons and uh, Jason Schwartzman. And it's like basically like a retelling of like, it's like how the legend of Santa came into play. And it's like about this mailman that gets sent up way up North to like a very almost like Norwegian type town. And I don't know, it's just a great movie and it's heartwarming and funny. That's a good one. I recommend it. Awesome. I know. I haven't watched them yet, but the ones that are on the top of my list to watch for this year, um, the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, because I need to see him as Santa <laughs> Claus after seeing him as Ego. Yeah. And um, oh, I can't remember his superhero name, but in um, Sky uh, uh, High. The, the Commander. Yes, the commander. Thank you. Um, you know, seeing him as those, I need to see him as Santa. Santa. Um, and then Operation Christmas Drop, because that one looks like just like a feel good movie. Um, that one, it was it's about a base on some island, a U.S. like military base on some islands. And they do like this Christmas drop where the military brings in a bunch of presents for the islanders because they're not the most well-off. But, of course, the government's like, no, we're losing money from them. We need to shut them down and send someone to go be like, how do we shut this down? And, of course, you know, she ends up not... She ends up fighting to not shut it down. You know, that's kind of told in the trailer. Um, but that one looks like really heartwarming kind of movie that I think we all need this holiday season what about you brendan um i actually have only been thinking about the lego star wars holiday special for the last <laughs> couple weeks um trying to get my family to watch it to start like a holiday tradition so every other holiday movie has been like removed from my brain um, I mean, I can think of all like the classic ones that people have probably seen, like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and all that stuff. But um, there's nothing that I think people might not have seen that I can think of. Um, I don't know. We've mentioned a lot of good ones, too, that I haven't thought of. Um, I want I to mean... ask y'all's opinions on Benedict Cumberbatch's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, because I personally found it absolutely adorable. But of course, you know, all the critics were like, no, he's not mean enough. And I'm like, really? It's a kid's movie. Like, how mean do you need him to be? Like, Krampus and scare the kids away? Or like... It's not like Jim Carrey's Grinch was mean either. No, he was just creepy. 
because he yeah. was live action and you actually saw termites in his teeth. In his teeth. And it was disgusting. And it was Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um like, I I didn't mind Benedict Cumberbatch's The Grinch. Uh it's not I don't know. It's not my favorite, but I didn't think it was bad at all. And I did think it was a cute world. I'm all for Whoville. So yeah. if you had to pick between like the classic Jim Carrey or Benedict Cumberbatch, who would y'all pick? Classic, hands down. Oh man. Okay, I just watched the Jim Carrey one like today. We set up the tree and like we watched that while we were doing it. Um, but like in the end, I'd have to go with the classic as well. Like I, I will take all of that. I mean, they're all really good. I'm not saying one's worse than another. But it's just like... Oh, no. Uh, I think it also depends, like, sense of humor, too. I've mm-hmm. never been, like, a... Like, Jim Car- I think Jim Carrey's funny. But, like, I don't think he's the funniest person in the world. And I, I the live-action one just kind of, like, I thought it was a little creepy. Um, especially, like, the Who's... All of, like, the face prosthetics and everything. There were some that were like, eh, that's over the top. And um, I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't seen Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. So... Okay. Uh, I'll put that on my list of things to watch, and I'll get back to you. There you go. I gave you a new one that's not um, (laughs) Lego Christmas. Star Wars Christmas Uh, special. There's nothing wrong with the Lego Star Wars holiday special. I'm not saying there is, but I'm saying here's another option. (laughs) No, I'm also self-aware enough to realize that, like, I should have more things to watch around this time of year than the Lego Star Wars holiday special. (laughs) At this point in time, in a pandemic, where we've been in one for almost an entire year, whatever like, makes just, you happy, right? Exactly. You know, just be happy. Perfect. That's all we should do. All right. Um, and then to wind down this week's episode, we're just going to give out our normal like recommendations for media. Uh, like Hope said, we're still in the pandemic uh, here in Michigan. We're still in lockdown until at least Christmas. So um, having more stuff to consume always is great. So uh, Hope, do you want to start us off with media recommendations? Yes. So um, I recently found this series on Netflix. It is called The Letter for the King. And it's a fantasy um, series. And it's six episodes long, roughly an hour each. And basically you've got Prince Viridian is the villain although if you watch any of the cast uh interviews or even just watch the show like he's the villain that's the misguided villain like he feels like he's doing it correctly but he's being guided in the wrong direction um but so prince viridian has just conquered one of the lands uh eviel lynn no that's what the people are called um aviella uh, I think I'm saying it wrong. But then there's uh, Dargana and Unawen, and I feel like I'm pronouncing all of those wrong. And I like just finished the show, so why am I saying I'm wrong? Um, but so you've got one kid, and he has to take the letter that was written by Prince Viridian and had a secret message in it um, to. The king, who happens to be Prince Viridian's father, um, you know, before a certain time, and he was given this 
as a quest from a dying man and uh it's really good it's really i i loved it every single episode and i'm sad there's only six episodes um but it's also a book and i recently ordered the book both the original and the netflix tie-in to try and like see the similarities and everything um and then if you want a series to watch that's just funny and you don't need a ton of brain power for it but honestly just pulls you in anyways the series psych which follows sean spencer and his best friend burton guster and their uh, psychic detective agency as they work with the santa barbara police department on various cases um there are some episodes that are like heavier but even those ones they try and keep them somewhat light but it's just really good and you'll be laughing a lot. I mean, like not necessarily laughing your socks off or making your belly hurt, but enough that you feel good. Those are awesome. My, yeah. Thanks, Hope. Isaac, do you have any media recommendations for us? Uh, I do. Well, first I will second Psych because that's a fantastic show. That's one of my family's favorite shows. It's written so well. Um, media recommendations? If you can get your hands on an extended edition Lord of the Rings box set, you have like 14 hours worth of movie to watch and like 20 hours worth of extras to watch. And it's fantastic. Um, But I don't know if you want to explore the wonderful world of Dungeons and Dragons for free, you could watch Critical Role on YouTube and watch Matt Mercer and a bunch of other famous voice actors play out hysterical things. Yeah, sounds great. I might actually have to look into that. D and D keeps popping up on my TikTok for you page, and like I'm like, okay, this is cool, but I have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about. Um, also, I'm pretty sure Lord of the Rings is on Hulu now. Is it really? But I like I think it just got on. It's not the same, but like yeah. if you don't have the money or the means to go out and get it, but you also are interested in getting into Lord of the Rings or just want to watch them, pretty sure it's on Hulu if you have Hulu. Um. And then uh, to finish it off, my media recommendations uh, in order to prep for when I finally get a new Xbox and can start playing or and can afford Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I've been replaying the Assassin's Creed series. Um, If anyone has played it before but kind of forgets what it's about or hasn't haven't played them before, highly recommend it, especially if you're a history buff. It's a, a nice mix of like historical accuracy with like some fiction I'm not going to say fantasy or like it's it's history mixed with historical fiction and it's really really cool lots of lore in it too if you're into something with lots of information um and then a series if you're just looking for laughs um big mouth season four just came out on netflix um i'm a huge fan of big mouth a huge fan of uh, john mulaney's comedy as well as nick kroll um and with season four out that's just uh, a lot more to enjoy um i've been enjoying it not quite done with it yet but highly recommend if you want to so, watch just like john mulaney in general <laughs> any of his specials on oh yes Anything. netflix <laughs> i think my favorite has to be um radio city i think oh mine's comeback kid yeah that one that one's really good um they're all really good john mulaney's awesome he's so, very funny if you need yeah. a laugh and don't know who he is john mulaney is awesome comedian very funny honestly anything you can find on youtube too where he does like interviews and stuff i just saw a clip where he was talking about the royal family and all the drama with that that was (laughs) comedy gold um 
But I think that is all the time that we have for this week. So thank you all for tuning in with us. Um, have a wonderful holiday season. We hope you all are um, staying safe and staying positive. Um, and then this has been Hope Gutterall, Isaac Hunter, and Brendan Valentine with your weekly geekly news. Um, and we are signing off. Yeah. Happy May holidays. the force be with you. May the force be with you. Yes. Happy Life Day. <laughs>